feeling stuck in your tracks? Are you a music producer or artist who's ready to take their music to a professional level? If the answer is yes, then I want to connect with you for a free production potential discovery call. In this free 20-minute session, I'll analyze your workflow, identify improvement areas, and help you figure out the single action step that you need to focus on to unlock your music's potential. So if you're a music producer or artist who's ready to take their music to the next level, then my free production potential discovery call is for you. Hop on my calendar today by going to www.synthmusicmastering.com. You're listening to the Inside the Mix podcast with your host, Mark Matthews. Hello and welcome to the Inside the Mix podcast. I'm Mark Matthews, your host, musician, producer and mix and mastering engineer. You've come to the right place if you want to know more about your favorite synth music artists, music engineering and production, songwriting and the music industry. I've been writing, producing, mixing and mastering music for over 15 years and I want to share what I've learned with you. Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Inside the Mix podcast. If you are a new listener, welcome, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. So this is episode 91. It's dropping on a Friday, and it is a bonus episode. I like to do this every now and again. And this episode is dedicated to the producer growth scorecard, so gamifying your songwriting and production. And it's also an opportunity for me just to give an update on what's really happening with the podcast before we dig into the producer growth scorecard. So me, I've recently had some, uh, I had a week off actually, so I went to Brighton for a few days with uh, my girlfriend and um, we rummaged around in Brighton for two or three days. It was swelteringly hot as well and it's very busy there. It's the first time I've ever been to Brighton and um, I did like it. I've got to say I did enjoy it. The town centre, maybe less so, but that's obviously You've got all your chain various shops and whatnot. But there's a place called The Lanes, which I went in, which was really cool. And we actually went to a pub called The Druid's Head, which is the most haunted pub in Brighton. It's a Green King pub, so it's part of a chain. But that was pretty cool. I also managed to pick up some pretty cool, um, I say cool a lot in this, some really good uh, artwork for the studio as well. So I've got an Aliens, or Alien rather, poster. So if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, you can see it. I'm going to hold it up to the camera here. I've got an Alien one. I've got uh, a Lost Boys one, which I'm holding up to the camera again. And I've also got a, I hope you, hopefully you can see this on uh, on YouTube. And I've got a Texas Chainsaw Massacre one as well. Uh, one of my favorite films, I've got to say. I'm a bit of a, a horror nut. So that was good. Before that, that, in this week off, I actually went to the podcast show 2023. So I traveled all the way across the south of England to that. So I got up nice and early, 5.30, drove across Got to Hounslow East Station. If you are ever travelling to London from the southwest or maybe anywhere really and you don't want to drive into central London because it's a pain and you've got the emissions charge, Hounslow East is £6 all day for parking, uh, which was amazing. I found it on Parkopedia, uh, which I hadn't used in ages, but yeah, £6 and then you just get the tube in. It's about 45 minutes on the tube. So yeah, I went to podcast show 2023. Was it worth my travel? Uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest, folks. I'm going to say no. I don't think it was. I got there and um, it's one of those ones. I've been in previous job roles and previous lives and stuff uh, to the sort of sales event. I went to one for Microsoft at the Excel Center a few years back and uh, it just felt like a sales floor to me. There was a lot of people there trying to sell you various podcast editing equipment. So I signed up actually with Sure to see if I could win a legendary, a legendary, a um what do you call it? It was uh, a limited edition. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, limited edition SM7B microphone. So I signed up for that. And ultimately, I'm probably not going to win, but I did it anyway. 
And yeah, it just felt like a bit of a sales floor, really. You kind of wander around. Um, so a few people tried to sell me various editing suites. There were sort of podcast agencies and marketers there. And yeah, well, once again, I don't know if it was worth my travel. I got to meet up with a fellow podcaster there called Mark, who uh, fronts the Noises Were Made podcast. So that was pretty cool. So shout out to Mark. Do go check out that podcast, Noises Were Made. And yeah, there were, there were some other bits and pieces there as well. So they had like seminars you could go in and learn tricks and tips on how to sort of promote your podcast and how to, if you want to monetize your podcast, how to sort of nurture relationships with your audience and stuff, which was interesting and really, really useful actually. But the once again, the downside, folks, was that you, you, you queue up and then the queues were, I mean, in, for the British audience here listening, we, we do love a queue in, in the UK and you would queue up and then they would start letting people in. And they'll be like, oh, that's it now. We can't let anyone else in. You'll be like, well, where, where did the queue start? Where did it end? So I missed out on a couple really interesting talks purely on the basis that the, uh, the queuing system wasn't quite right. That's a very British way of thinking. But I got to see some others which were really, really useful. So podcast show 2023 summary. Um, would I go again? Probably not. If I were in London, then yes. But would I travel all that way? I, I don't think I would. I don't think I would. Um, unless I had a free ticket, maybe if I had a free ticket, maybe maybe I would. Or if there, if there was someone there in particular that I really wanted to go and see, but um, it was worth the travel for this fact finding mission to see whether or not it was worth doing. Because it's one of those things, you know. You think, do I want to? Do I not? And I was fifty fifty, and I'm glad I did, because I know now. Otherwise, I, it's one of those ones where afterwards you're thinking, ah, I wish I'd gone just to see, you know. So. That 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 was that, folks. I took a well, some sort of well-deserved time off from doing anything music-related. Obviously, I was still po- posting for the podcast and and promoting that, but it was all sort of scheduled posts. Um, so another thing as well that we've got going on. So the Facebook community group, albeit I, I won't lie, folks, there's been less input from me there because I've been dedicating my time elsewhere in terms of growing the podcast and various other bits and pieces. But I've thankfully, uh, Blockhouse Nick has taken on the admin for the Facebook group. So a big shout out to Blockhouse. Do go check out his music as well. He did actually feature on the the, the Producers Pub. I think it was episode 89. Um, so a big shout out to him. Uh, uh, and Inside the Mix podcast mug is going to be winging its way to Nick. Um, but yeah, big thanks there. So hopefully we're going to see some more engagements, more stuff going on in the podcast community group on Facebook. So if you're not already a part or already... Um, if you're not already in that group, do go check it out. Just search Inside the Mix podcast community on Facebook and you'll find it. Um, now, in conversations with various people, I've been asked, is there a Discord? I did set it up, but I haven't done anything with it purely because I would then have another group and then it's more admin. So it's kind of like, I mean, which one do you do? Which one do you not do? Sort of thing. It's kind of like with YouTube as well. So I'm also looking at where the podcast is situate and platforms now i use a a platform called buzzsprout to um get the podcast out there so it's available on all podcast platforms and it's also on youtube as well but i'm still toying with the idea whether or not i'm going to continue with youtube whether or not it's worth doing i'd be interested to know your thoughts so if you're watching this on youtube and you think it should continue on youtube please do like leave a comment um for or against whether or not you think it should continue i don't know but once again, it's one of those ones where you got to look at your time, folks, and where you dedicate your time. And is the time spent creating the, the, the video and then uploading it to YouTube, is it worth that time doing it? What am I getting in return? So I'm sort of evaluating that at the moment. I'm trying, It's the 80-20 principle, folks. I'm trying to figure out 
what's working, what's helping me sort of push the podcast and the music and the various other bits and pieces that I do. Uh, what am I doing that's not really moving the proverbial needle? And um, there's a few, I've, I've shaved a few things off in terms of what I'm doing and it, it's gradually I'm seeing seeing the benefit from that. So if you don't do that yourself, a really good thing to do is if, whether it's music production, mixing or promoting your own services or, or, or like eating healthily or anything like that is to track what you're doing for like 28 days and then you'll start to see patterns and then you can see what you can get rid of and what moves the needle, what doesn't. Uh, it's a really useful exercise. I've done it a lot, um, not necessarily with the podcast, but with loads of other things. Um, there was a few years ago when I was in the band and uh, I put on a bit of timber and we were having a photo shoot or is it, it might have been a music video. And I was like, oh, I'm looking a bit bigger than usual, folks. There are some <laughs> there's probably some photos on my own personal Facebook page in the, the deep recesses of my personal one, which I never use. Um, so my apologies. If you add me as a friend on Facebook and you don't get a response, it's because I never use my personal one. Um, but anyway, where was I going with that? Yeah, yeah. So and uh, I noticed I was getting I was getting a bit portly, let's say. And um, I then just started tracking what I was eating. And I quickly just shaved off like four or five kilograms. And this was years ago. But that started my whole tracking of what I'm doing in the idea that I can then look at what's working, what's not working and improve. So I digress slightly with what I'm saying here. But what I'm saying is like if you are struggling or you've hit a rut with what you're doing or you feel overwhelmed, just start tracking stuff. And then you can you can soon sort of like mitigate, delegate or eradicate. There's a specific terminology for it. But um, that's what I do a lot. So once again, to summarize, a big shout out to Craig and Blockhouse for taking on the Facebook group. Uh, we've got some subscribers as well to the podcast to support in via subscription model, which is amazing because once again, it helps me create and gives me the opportunity to create more content. Um, it, it sort of helps with the, I know not everything's about money, but it does help with regards to the hosting of the podcast on the on the Buzzsprout platform. So big shout out to Acacia Carr and Emma for their subscription there. Um, and also another shout out to Craig Packman, who won the inaugural prize giveaway for the podcast. So a couple of weeks ago, it might be three weeks ago at the point of this going live, I uh, did a live draw on Instagram and um, I was about 14, 15 people. And Craig's name was, uh, it, well, Craig won, basically, let's say, I'm trying to think of a really good way of putting it. So he was sent a T-shirt. And if you follow on Instagram, you would have seen Craig in this T-shirt. So big shout out to him. His support's amazing. I was so glad he won the first one as well. So big shout out to Craig. Um, he muchly deserved. And when he posted it as well, you could see uh, like uh, there was loads of people commenting on, commenting on his post with it and just saying much deserved and stuff. So he's, he's um, held in very high regard within this sort of synth and synth music community, which is amazing. So there's going to be another one. So at the time this goes live, it would have, the draw would have been done. So this is going live on Friday, the 16th, I think, of June, if I got my timings on my dates right. So the draw for the Inside the Mix podcast mug, this beauty right here, if you're watching on YouTube, it's so shiny. It's such a nice. I've not even used it because I, I, I don't want to dirty it, folks. Um, but it's a great mug. So that draw has been done. Um, and a shout out to whoever won. <laughs> I wish I could see the future, but I can't. Um, actually, would I want to? Would I want to be able to see into the future? I'm not sure. I'm not sure I would. Could you see things? And I'd rather just not know. You know. Uh, but that's a whole nother. Maybe we'll dedicate an episode to that. Maybe I'll do like a spin-off series of just random thoughts because I always get them throughout the day. 
as I'm sure you do as well. But anyway, I digress. So yeah, that's going to go. The second draw is going to have been done on the Wednesday prior to this episode going live. So shout out to whoever won that mug. Um, all you need to do, folks, to enter these competitions is you'll see me bang on about it on the on Instagram. Is you need to tag, comment, or share an Instagram post. So that's tag someone on one of the posts um, on the Instagram, the Facebook, sorry, on the podcast Instagram page, or tag someone in your own post and then tag the podcast, maybe with your favorite episode. Just share a post. All you need to do is just share it in a story and you get entered. And what was the other one? Comment. So just comment on one of the posts. It has to be on Instagram. It's only on that platform because I'm dedicating my time to that platform. And um, yeah, you can enter the competition to win. What will it be next time? We'll we'll see. I think it might be, we might do a t-shirt, a mug, um, maybe a hoodie. We'll see how um, gregarious I'm feeling at the time. But there'll be a July draw, so that'll be the third one. So do look out for that. This draw that has just gone on the Wednesday prior to this has the most numbers. So at the time of this being recorded, so this is Saturday the 10th, there's about 24, 25 people entered into it, which is amazing. So a big shout out to everyone who has sort of got involved with that competition. So that's there you go, folks. I think this is quite nice to do every now and again, just a bit of an update for you with what's going on with me and the podcast and just music in general. Um, another thing to add as well is I'm I'm going through the process now of writing an EP. I've got four or five, I've got loads of tracks to be honest. But I've got four or five tracks that I'm going to put on this EP. I've mixed one. It's a mix. It's going to be, I'm going to go into revising that mix now. So shout out to everyone who's helped me on that. The podcast episode, episode 91, Producers Pub, you can hear a snippet of that. So do go check it out. Um, so shout out to Isle 9 and Neon Highway for the feedback on that, which is amazing. Um, I'm also now mixing, at the point of recording this, a collab with Isle 9 as well, which I'm super stoked about. Um, he's laid down his amazing uh, guitar work on that. He's been dubbed by me unofficially as, as the Dave Gilmore of Watch It. Um, so big shout out to R9 for that one as well. And then I've got a couple of other tracks that I'm working on too. So hopefully that'll be out there soon. And this sort of segues nicely into the producer growth scorecard, which is what this episode's about, apart from the sort of update folks. And um, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can now see this. So the scorecard, basically, it's a way of gamifying your music production, your mixing and... I created this because at the turn of the year, like early 2023, I was in a bit of a rut with regards to my songwriting. I'd do it every now and again. I'd sort of be like, oh, I'll do a couple hours now. And then I wouldn't do anything for ages. And I just I just wasn't seeing like any music being created by me. And also having the conversations I had leading up to December, there was one in particular with the safety word. And um, we were talking about how just doing like five or 10 minutes a day can make a difference. And it really does. So this scorecard in particular, I put together and there's what you have is it's, it's a Google Sheet doc. So it's nothing special and you can grab a copy of it just by clicking on the link in the description for this episode. Or you can go to the podcast website inside the mix podcast.podia.com. If you're watching this in the future or rather if you're listening to this further down the line, it may, way, may well have changed to just inside the mix podcast.com. Um, it's going to change at some point. It's all it all comes down to finances, folks. And um, I'm, I'm sort of putting the the investment into the podcast where it's going to have the the most impact. So yeah, it's it's just gamifying. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see, and I'll describe it to you. There are four twenty two. There are eighteen different no, sorry, seventeen different categories within the podcast scorecard within the producer growth or producer growth scorecard rather. 
And it ranges from like releasing a new album to a new EP, songwriting, creating an eight bar loop, practice a new mixing technique, finish a composition, complete a mix. And they all have different points. Basically, for example, a new album release has 15 points and ask an audio professional for advice of two points based on the fact that it's, in theory, more time consuming, more effort. I don't like using the word effort because it sounds like you're having to put the effort in. It just takes longer to release an album so you get more points. And the idea is over 28 days, you then record the points every day for what you do. And then there is an example week here as well, which can show you. So on average, I find that between 40 to 50 points a week seems to work quite well. And then there's a progress tracker as well. So every 28 days, it goes in cycles one through 12. And you can write your producer growth scorecard total. And then you can also put in there because everybody likes to have goals. I've put a goal or targets in there. For create at least three eight bar loops per week is the first goal. Second goal, release at least one single per month. Goal three, release one EP. Goal four, release one full length album. So you've got milestones you can hit there. And then there's like top single day point, top seven day point. So you're really gamifying it for yourself. And it works really well. I did something similar for the podcast. And this is why I then created this producer growth scorecard one. Because I had a podcast growth scorecard. Um, shout out to Adam Shively for this because it was amazing. And I started using this this scorecard around this time last year or maybe sort of April, May. And like the growth of the podcast is the hockey stick curve. It just went nuts. It went so, it was it was, it was incredible. So I thought surely it was going to work for music production and mixing. And it really does. So I started doing this at the beginning of the year. Every day, Monday to Friday, for half an hour at least before I do anything else, I just write a song. I write, do something. I'm I'm songwriting. So I did that from January to, I think, around April. And I had so many ideas coming out. And now it's changed. So every morning I'm now mixing because I've got this EP I'm working on. So I'm dedicating at least half hour every morning to mixing. And in doing so, I'm then, what what have we got in here? Practice a new mixing technique is five points. So just by doing that, I mean, if I'm practicing a new mixing technique, Five points every day. What have we got? Seven fives, 35, 35 points. So you can quite e- easily pick up those points. I want to give a shout out here to Dream Commander, Eric Young. My apologies if I pronounced your surname incorrectly, who's using this scorecard. And he actually commented in the Facebook group and said that he's adapted it and added some more to it. So it was just music production. So it's not a hard and fast scorecard. You can add and adapt depending on your workflow. And I'm always interested in what you guys do with the scorecard because I know there's about 40 or 50 of you using it at the moment, which is amazing. So please do feedback what you think is, have I got the points right? I don't know. I sent this out to a few producers getting their feedback. And if you think the points are sort of not in the right place or they're maybe not in the right place is the wrong word, but they're not, the score isn't correct, let me know. Or if you think actually, Mark, that doesn't really fit in with the producer growth scorecard, what I've got on here, um, just change it. And also feedback to me because this is like iteration one of the scorecard. and I'm more than happy to go in and change it, iteration two and and whatnot. So when you do sign up for this scorecard, there's a video to watch first as well. So just detailing what in more depth of what you can do with the scorecard and how you should use it. And also, folks, you do need to make a copy. You do need to make a copy of it. If for whatever reason you sign up and you can't make a copy, just email me back or, or DM me on Instagram and I'll send you a copy, an Excel spreadsheet. You can do it that way. But it's great. It, like Just gamifying, just little and often these little bits and pieces. For example, I signed up for a, a course. I can't remember what the course was now. 
and it was I think it might have been like next level mastering or something along those lines because I'm always learning and reflecting in my own practices and I don't think you can ever turn around and say you've mastered something so I'm always doing that and just doing that like that's an extra five points a day just in terms of watching digesting and learning content and I can guarantee you folks using it it will it will make a difference so if you're stuck in a rut with your music production songwriting um, mixing mastering try out this scorecard for 28 days and see how it goes and then let me know how it goes or if you know someone who is struggling really struggles with like motivation to get going share this with them it's um, it really does work so folks as I say you can download this scorecard from the podcast website inside the mix podcast.podio.com further down the line inside the mix podcast.com or you can just click on the link in the episode description and you'll see it in there as well so give it a go sign up it's totally free there's no obligation to use it and um i'd love to know your thoughts so check it out the producer growth scorecard and that's it for me and this this bonus episode. I've really enjoyed doing this, actually, just, just talking and getting my ideas out there. I've got like a list of five things I wanted to cover here, which I've done. And then I just sort of rambled on. Um, as always, let me know your thoughts on, on these episodes. It's new. Actually, there was one other thing I didn't, I failed to mention. So we actually ran the um, Audience Growth Accelerator mini series a few weeks back. It was like a five-part series. And there were pros and cons to doing it. It was a lot more work for me, I won't lie. But I wanted to see if it was worth doing. And I think it was. I did enjoy doing it. And it's something I'm going to do again in the future. And it's something I'm thinking of doing like a mastering one later in the year, which I think would be really, really good. Like a a mastering five days masterclass or something. And I might even, in fact, I'm just thinking off the top of my head now, get some other mastering engineers involved and maybe have a guest or a ghost episode where they deliver an episode. Maybe each episode could be where another engineer comes on and then delivers their take on a particular part of mastering. Ah, that's a really good idea. Um, that's a fantastic idea. I'm going to make a note of that, folks. Anyway, I'm going to go away and do that. So once again, it's uh, it's like a stock take episode for the podcast, this one here. Because we're at episode 92 now. And we're rattling along to episode 100, which is amazing. Thinking back to two and a half years ago, and I thought... 100 episodes looked like a long, long way away. And um, it's almost here, which is amazing. So a big shout out to everyone who follows, supports the podcast. You're all amazing. And I've got much love for you all. And um, yeah, that's it for me now, folks. So um, I'll catch you at the next episode. Stuck in the mix? If you're a music producer or artist who's ready to take their music to the next level, don't forget to book your free production potential discovery call. Visit www.synthmusicmastering.com to book yours before you leave today.